0: Happy Sunday morning, I celebrate God for your life, thank God for bringing you to the month of July, our month of unexplainable favor, miracle, abundance, increase, victory, we celebrate God for your life. Wherever you are listening to me all over the world right now, I believe God with you, that this is your month, in the name of Jesus. As we go into the word of God this morning, the Lord minister to you, the Lord bless you. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you because your word is true. Your word is life. Your word is pure. Bless as many people that listen to me right now. All over the world. In Jesus' name. Amen. I'll be teaching on the part three of the message. Live by grace. Live by grace. Our testimony remains in Romans chapter 5 verse 2. The Bible says, By whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. In ESV translation, say Through Him, through Jesus, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace. The emphasis is this grace in which we stand. So we can only stand in this grace. We can only rejoice in this grace. We can only have hope of the glory of God in this grace. I've told you last week, I said grace is a person. And this grace has been around since eternity past. Jesus begins the revolution of grace. God's throne is founded on grace. Believers stand against evil desires by grace. Like the Bible we read, it says, where we stand. We stand against sin, we stand against evil desires by grace. We are strong by grace. The Bible makes us understand that we are strong in grace. Without this grace, there is no saving faith. Grace is the character trait of the Almighty God. When you see God, you see grace. When you see Christ, you see grace. When you see the Holy Holy Ghost, you see grace. Why? Because Jesus embodied grace. Because his life, his death and resurrection allowed grace to win over death and sin, the reason why we have we have life over death, the reason why we have victory over death, the reason why we have total authority and dominion over death and sin was because Jesus embodied grace. Grace is the carrier of favor. Grace is the carrier of beauty. Grace is the carrier of victory. Grace is the, grace is the carrier of approval. Grace is the carrier of glory. Grace is also the carrier of divine mercy. Hallelujah! Mary, the mother of Jesus, found grace. He found favor before the Lord. That is what's why right to, to to the Holy Spirit encapsulated, enveloped her, and she became the mother of grace herself. Grace is the characteristics of God. Because why? The Father is called the God of grace. In First Peter chapter 5, verse 10, the Bible says, and the God of all grace. The Father himself is called the, is, called the, the, is called the God of all grace. The Holy Spirit is called the Spirit of grace. If you read Hebrews chapter 10, verse 39, it said, and the Spirit of grace. Jesus is said to be full of grace and truth. John chapter 1, verse 14. Jesus is full of grace and truth. The Father is called the God of all grace. The Holy Spirit is known as the spirit of grace. Jesus is known as... Jesus is full of grace. You see, the beautiful thing here is that as Christians or as all believers, when we approach God, we approach Him how? As one who sits upon the throne of grace. You see the beauty of it. The Father, the God of all grace. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of grace. Jesus, full of grace. And we as a believer, we sit in the throne of grace. Bible says when you come to him, come boldly. Come boldly to the throne of grace. Come boldly to the throne of grace. Because that's what we belong to we belong to the throne of grace we sit at the throne of grace you see see how beautiful it is for us to understand where we where our position is in the in the place of grace the father i say again is known as the god of all grace the spirit the holy spirit is known as the spirit of grace jesus full of grace then we sit we sit at the throne of grace in hebrew chapter 4 verse 16 in 4 four sixteen, but that 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 is one that is one whose whose sovereign rulership is marked by grace. How, without any any blemish, what a wonderful blessing! What a way to understand that grace has been given to you. We sit at the throne of grace. Hallelujah! This is so exciting. This is so exciting. I wanted to say it louder i am sitting at the throne of grace say it again i am sitting at the throne of grace as i move forward this morning there are two kinds of grace distinguished in the bible there are two kinds of grace distinguished very quickly in the bible number one is the common grace number one is a common grace and number two is what i call the special grace number one is a common grace the second one I called the special what grace. What is the common grace? Is that goodness God shows to everyone. You see that goodness God shows to everyone without exemption is common grace. You can see that in Matthew chapter five verse forty-five. Very very quickly, Bible says that we may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh his son to rise on the evil. Can you can you imagine that? He maketh his son to rise on the evil. So if you are praying that, oh, the son of God will not rise on the evil. Listen to me. The Bible makes us understand Anna, that in the common grace, the son rises upon the evil. He maketh his son to rise on the good. <laughs> he send his rain on the just and on the unjust. I want to ask you, whenever rain falls, does it fall only on the righteous? If only on the righteous, it falls both on the righteous and the righteous what, a, what 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 a revelation because sometimes we mistake the grace of God, the real grace of God, which is Jesus, to general grace. there is general grace, there is a common grace listen to me every man is a beneficiary of that common grace. But there's a specialized grace, hallelujah. There's a special grace that is found in Jesus. And that's where you are sitting upon. You seated upon that. You, you, are, you are a joint S. You are a co joint S in this grace I'm talking about. This is a grace where you have access to God. This is a grace where you understand who you are in Christ. That is the grace we are talking about. He's not talking about the common grace. Everyone has a common grace. Yeah, sinners and saints both enjoy the blessings of God. Grace in everyday provision that sustains life. This is sustaining life grace. This is not an abundant life grace. There is a difference between sustaining life grace and abundant life grace. Now let's talk about the special grace. Is that expression, special grace is that expression of God's wherein it provides forgiveness of sin and eternal life to those who trust Him. Christ as Savior and Lord. In Ephesians chapter 1 verse, quickly, in Ephesians, if you're with me, in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7, let me quickly read this scripture to you. The Bible says, in whom we have redemption, through his blood, the forgiveness of sin. You see, common grace gives you sustenance of life. Why special grace gives you eternal life so, one gives you sustainers of life, you, life sustaining you. But this one, we are talking about life eternal. What is life eternal? Life after this life, abundant life. Everything He did on the cross of God, He did it because of you. That life of Him. He put inside of you. Life of victory. He put inside of you. Life of abundance. He put inside of you. Life of greatness. He put inside of you. Life of dominion. He put inside of you. So there's nothing in Christ that you do not have. Why? We are seated in the throne of grace. I thought somebody would praise God for that. I told somebody who praise God for that. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 to 9, Bible says, by grace we are saved through faith. By grace we are, not of works, not of yourself, that no man should boast. It is the gift of God. Listen to me carefully. In Titus chapter 3, let me quickly look at it. In Titus chapter 3, I believe somebody is already excited right now. In Titus chapter 3, just a minute, verse 5. Titus 3, verse 5. What a word! Bible says not by works of righteousness, which we have done. Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to His mercy, He save us. <laughs> according to His mercy, He save us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. Let me read it in, in NIV translation. It's saves not because of righteous things we have done. It's not because of the righteousness that He save you. He saved us through the washing of rebirths, regeneration, and the renewal by the Spirit. Hallelujah. Listen to me carefully as I round up. Grace and work stand in opposition to each other. For if one can, in any sense, merit what is received, then it cannot be said to be of grace. You cannot. You cannot tell me that it is received by grace if you feel that you, it's by your performance. You are where you are today. It's by your righteousness. It is because you know how 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 to fast and how to pray. Listen to me. God did not bless you because you know how to fast better. You know how to. Better. I am not blessed because I'm a man of God. I am not perfect because I am I am I am I can pray, I can fast, I can go before the Lord, I can go to mountains. No, I am not, I am not it's not because of that. Every my perfection becomes perfect because it was presented through Jesus. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. It was presented by Jesus. Look at look at Romans chapter 4, verse 1 to 5. Romans chapter 4 verse 1 to 5. Please let's quickly watch very interesting Romans chapter 4 verse 1 to 5 let's read it in ESV translation Bible says what then shall we say was gained by Abraham what then shall we say was gained by Abraham our forefathers according to the flesh verse 2 for if Abraham was justified by works so it was not by what he asked something to boast about but not before God 3 he said for what does the scripture say Abraham believed God he believed God not because of his works not because he left his father's house and went out no it's not because he believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness what, is God? what is the word now to the one who works for those who works his wages are not counted as a gift but as his due When you work, you collect your salary. (laughs) When you work, you collect your wages. When you work, you collect your salary. Listen to me. In grace, we don't work. In grace, we don't perform. In grace, it's not by your performance. Listen to me. That's why you can work for a whole month and God blesses you beyond your salary. Hallelujah. You can work all through the year and your yearly income, you look at your salary and you look at what you spend in the year, you know that grace is speaking for you. I prophesy to someone, grace will speak for you in the name of Jesus and to the one who does not work but believes in him who justified the ungodly, his faith is counted as righteousness. I am so excited. Look at chapter 11. Look at chapter 11. Look at chapter 11 of that Romans chapter 11 verse 6. Romans chapter 11 verse 6. I'm so excited about this. I'm so excited. Verse 6, the Bible says, And if by grace, then it is no more of works. If it is by grace, it is no more of works. Otherwise, grace is no more grace. <laughs> but if it be of works, then it is no more grace. Otherwise, work is no more work. Let me read it in Amplified Version. Maybe you have understand it better. But if it's by grace, it's unmerited, faithful, and gracious, it is no longer conditioned on works or anything men have done. Otherwise, grace will no longer be grace. It will be meaningless. I pray for you today. Your grace will not be meaningless. The grace of God in your life where you are seated upon, you sit upon the throne of grace, this to me is going to be meaningless. This is what by grace. Jesus is grace. Take Jesus out of your life. Your equation of your life can never be balanced again. Take grace out of your life. You can never be balanced again. You will only be struggling. The Bible says, come up to me, all ye that are neighbor and heavy needed, and I will give you rest. It is only in grace we get rest. You can never find rest outside another thing apart from grace. And grace has offered you everything that pertains to life and godliness. Listen to me. I am not blessed because I am a man of God. No? I'm not blessed because I am. I give more than every other person. I give more offering. I give more tithe than another person. No. We continue to give our best, which is true. And I'm not perfect because I prayed and fasted more than every other person. No. That is not the reason why God has blessed me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Hear me. What makes all our sacrifices perfect? Because it passes through Jesus. What makes my sacrifice, my prayer, my giving, what makes it perfect? Because it went through Jesus. Because Jesus is perfect. It becomes perfect when he presents anything before his Father. You have no reason to boast about anything. In all things, every believer is meant to grow in the grace of God and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 18 second Peter chapter 3 verse 18 hallelujah verse 18 the Bible says but grow in grace grow in Jesus grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to him be glory both now and forevermore I pray for someone right now that have been struggling your struggle hence today You have entered into an unexplainable favor, unexplainable miracle. Because it is when you find yourself in the confines of grace, there are many things that will happen in your life you will not be able to explain. That sickness in your body is not meant to be there because you find yourself in grace. Grace heals, grace multiplies, it's an exponential power. What you can't get in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a day, grace can give you in a second. What you work for in a whole year, grace can give you in two, in, in two days. Why? Because it's all Jesus embodied grace. I command that sickness die by grace. Bible says, by grace we are saved through faith. I command that sickness die by faith. I command that depression die die by faith. I command that suffering, die by faith. You are breaking away from poverty in the name of Jesus. Every cycle of poverty, cycle of depression, cycle of lack, cycle of of, 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 of sadness, cycle of depression, suppression, oppression, cycle of limitation, cycle of stagnation and frustration. I command you break for me today in the name of Jesus. Listen to me as I close. Grow in Jesus. Grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. I celebrate with you until I come your way next Sunday. Be blessed and remain calm. Amen. I'm still your host when you are at your Amen.